Whoa! What's up, Twitch, YouTube, podcasts, channels, and all the other people listening in any other form or fashion? Welcome, to Double XP Podcast Show Thing, where we talk about all—not all, but all—the good video game news or the video game news that we found interesting. Our podcast. Or the stuff that you requested because it's your podcast. Also, we just have a lot of nonsense and silliness, as you can tell. I mm-hmm. am Patrick. I also go by Bloodthringer. You can see down there. That's my Twitch name. Uh, that's Bloodthringer on Twitch, Twitter, <laughs> Facebook. I don't think there's anything else. Uh, yeah, that's me. And my co-host is that way. Michael, take it away. Yeah, as I say, it's that way. Hey y'all, what's up? So welcome back to. I'm gonna say this is episode four uh, or three, part one. Is it? It's it's episode three, right? Yeah, I guess technically episode two was part one and two. So okay, so it's episode three. Woo woo. Uh, as you know, I'm Mike. I go by Biogame, which is below me. Yep, yep. Because I'm watching a very very latent lag <laughs> myself right now. So the way I can see my face. Uh, so yeah, we are here to bring your source of video game news, nonsense, and silly stuff. And as always, please, uh, whatever podcast, streaming, whatnot you are listening to us on, if you're listening to us, uh, just give us a thumbs up, a liking, some stars, a rating, something like that. Anything silly, we'll be happy to read on the air with or without your username. You just let us know. Heck yeah. Uh, last week, we asked all y'all to, to tune in to iTunes for ratings week. Uh, unfortunately, we didn't get much of anything, so hey, but we thank you anyway for trying. It's the it's the effort that counts or the Don't thought. Worry. Uh, yeah, and if you want to do that, if you're listening right now and you want to go by iTunes and give us that rating and uh, leave a comment stuff, the link is in the panels below. Uh, and if you're listening on YouTube, the link will be in the description. Uh, you find the links anywhere, really. Uh, but that's where they'll be. Uh, it'll link you right to the iTunes page, and you'll be able to find all the good stuff there. Mm-hmm. Do that rating thing. Make us make us look better than we really are. But I think we continue on that this week. We have another double XP week, and it's kind of a long thing, so it's not even a weekend now because we're on Tuesday, not Thursday. Yeah, because someone has to go on vacation on the original courting date. That's right. I'll be at Panama City Beach. Ah. I will be at... Where am I Thursday? I'll be in Memphis, Tennessee. Oh, man. That sounds like fun for your party. I know. Not, not necessarily for you, but for me. Yeah, for you, yeah, absolutely. For me, it's good barbecue and try not to get shot. Uh, well, there is that. So anyway, I think Double uh, XP this week will also be giving us a rating and a comment, as well on iTunes. We're going to push that. I think we have eight weeks to hit the new and noteworthy, so it might be our first couple of months of double xp stuff or we'll add some other stuff in there so that will always be double xp worthy challenges something like that uh yeah so anyway what have you been up to this week michael or this Uh, last weekend because it's not even been a full week the weekend uh let's see 
What did I do? What did I do? What did I do? I didn't much of nothing. It was like my first weekend to kick back, relax. I slept in both Saturday and Sunday, and it was very odd. People were calling me and like, are you dead? <laughs> oh, I'm enjoying sleep, and you're ruining it. Uh, so yeah, on top of sleeping in, let's see. I got to catch up on some of my favorite video games. Uh, went back and replayed some Psychonauts, which I was extremely excited for. Uh, downloaded a new game called Quiplash, which is... Oh, that's fun. a ton of fun. Oh, yeah. Especially when you pay lay it on a stream. I played it on a stream with a community, and we were having a ball. Hilarious. Uh, Hacks the Unjust said, have you guys tried Fallout 76? It's been free this past week. <gasps> I didn't even know it was free. I got it? Fallout 76 when I purchased my Xbox 3... No, not the 360. Ah, wrong. Uh, when I purchased my Xbox One X, have you, it was, have, have you played with the new update yet? Not with the new update yet. My Xbox is at my sister's house. It looks... I, I agree with Hacks. It looks a lot better, even though I haven't played it. I didn't think it looked bad in the first place, but everybody said it was. I think it looks really good now, so... Isn't the new update the Battle Royale? Uh, it's got a Battle Royale, but the... Oh, I don't know. Yes, but they're all... I don't know when. I've totally forgot now. Uh, but they're going to be bringing in I went in to Fallout 76. Fallout 76. When is that release? That's November. Uh, November. I don't know. There's been a lot of updates for that game. I mean, it is. It's an MMO Fallout, so. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I wouldn't be surprised if there weren't a lot of updates. I mean, they. Bethesda's E3 announcement last uh, when E3 was. I remember my weeks run farly together it was last week yeah, it, it was, was last week actually yeah. it was just thursday that we talked about this so yeah see uh, everything's everything's messed up now <laughs> everything uh, is messed up but i know at bethesda's conference they were talking a lot about it so i know they brought out the battle royale they played a gameplay video of it and then they were talking about the npcs that's basically all I remember. I wasn't really big. I was big into Fallout 4, and I think that's where I dropped off the bandwagon. Just like, yeah. Fallout 4 was good enough for me. Okay, bye-bye. Yeah, I have not exactly had the the money to buy new video games of recent times. Um, a lot of the games I'm buying have been on sale, and I did, and I find I, I, is Fallout 76 still free? Is it like a free play week, or is it just free? Because if it's just free... You know, no, I don't think now. it's just free. It's just been like a free... like a week of free play uh i think yeah i think it was just a thing of free play how, how do i not hear about this however walmart has fallout 76 for 17 dollars right now well that's pretty good yeah is it worth 17 dollars now i mean with all the dlc coming out then i'd totally say yeah. Oh, I think free was up yesterday, said Hacks. Oh, okay. Well, then, uh, I guess I'm not playing it free anymore. No. Uh, I, I don't know. I'll, I don't know if I'll... It, I know it'll get... It'll go on sale to, like, heavily on sale sometime, and I'll probably end up getting it then, even though with the big update coming out, who knows? Yeah, it is 50% off right uh, now, though, on Amazon for PC. Hacks said, AKA, it is no longer free. Yeah. 18 bucks isn't too bad, though. Yeah, that's uh, that's the PS4 edition at Walmart. I googled the PC version. It's twenty nine ninety nine at Amazon. That is more expensive. 
Yeah. I'm sure Steam. Steam's got to have a sale for it. Eventually. I mean, it's Steam, but I don't use Steam. I use the Epic Game Store. Okay, then. Mr. Epic Game Store. Even though I heard they got a new free game out that's worth playing. I have not played it yet. I don't even know what it is. I can't even think of the name of it now. Epic's new free game. Saw something about it. Uh, there it is. What is this? What is it called? Oh yeah, there's a there's a month long mega sale going on right now. Uh, and it looks like. Uh, Enter the Gungeon is what it is. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. Somebody from one of my communities was talking about that today, and I actually Googled it because she was like, "Do I want to play this, this, or this?" And I was like, "I don't know what this and this is, but I know what that is." And then I Googled the two that she was talking about, and I was like, "Oh, it's a top-down little dungeon crawler." Okay. Isn't it? And you use guns. It looks fun. Don't oh, yeah. leave that on the desk. Uh, Shroud was talking about making it his main game, so I suppose it's good now. Whoa, you're and hacks. I assume you're talking about uh, Fallout 76. And if Shroud is talking about making it his main game, that is. I mean that's big news for Fallout. So, I mean the kind of the, the kind of publicity that Shroud brings to any one game is is significant. I'm back here. Oh, it's because of my headphones. Ow. I was about to say uh, styling tips with Patrick. Uh, He's got the hair for it. Yeah. Anyway, but what are we even what are we even talking about this week? I mean, after you asked me weeks, how my week was going, and then like we jumped into this Fallout seventy six radio. Yeah. I was stating that like I went back and played Psychonauts, and then yeah. I got Quiplash, played it with my stream. That uh, sounds like fun. I need to went, do that. It was fun. It was really fun because uh, I'm a part of a Discord called Twitch Titans, and they were like, "Hey, it's Sunday, and you've been extremely active, so we want to let uh, we want to host you for at least two hours." And I was like, "Okey pokey." So they hosted me, and I was like, you know what? For the first hour of my stream, I just want to like play with my community. So I was like, hey, everybody, let's play Clipflash. I had like, I think every round was either five to six people playing yeah. the game, and then audience just jumped in afterwards. That's awesome. So that was fun. It was very. What was uh, your uh, What was your Twitch statistics after that? <laughs> uh, I went from twenty-two followers to fifty-two. I went from 13.4 hours to 15.6. And then I went from the average viewing to be affiliated of 0.8 to 3.2. Oh, yeah, you killed it. Yep. So after that stream was over and whatnot, about two hours later, I got an email from Twitch saying, hey, congratulations, you are now affiliated. Very nice. I like to hear that. Right. I was so happy. I got to fill out all that tax paperwork and whatnot. Yeah, well, there is that. And then I got to play uh, some, what is it? Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare 2. Heck yeah. Because I love Plants vs. Zombies on my tablet. And then I was like, uh, shooter version? Yes. I play as plants, though. I'm the sunflower all the way. <laughs> uh, by the way, guys, congratulations to Biogamer over there for getting his Twitch affiliate status. Woo! Well done, sir. Well done. I know. Now we're gonna make our podcast affiliated. Uh, it's well, gonna be hard. Yeah, I mean, we'll we'll it'll work. We'll make it happen. Uh, also, you need to get some emotes set up for your. I already have them on order. Oh yeah, yeah. They making them. That's right. yes. Very be nice. Day. Very nice. All right, dude. Uh, so what do we got on the docket today? That's we got uh, some cool stuff. You're gonna uh, ask how your though, day went or your nah, weekend. We don't need to worry about that. Actually, oh, we did have good. Good weekend. 
Uh, we found out my sister is on is having a girl. <gasps> Looky uh, there! Exciting. I saw the live stream while sitting at where was I sitting? I was sitting at a Mexican restaurant. Yeah, yeah. Me and my me and my wife were having a boy, so that's fun. Oh yeah. They're, they're only going to be like four five months. Five months apart. Five months apart. So they'll be your kid will be a year older for five months, and then they'll be the same. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's a weird way to put it, but yes. Yep, they'll be really close. So that'll be fun. That's gonna be fun having them grow up together. Uh, but yeah, so that was that was the highlight of my weekend. Um, yeah, there's that. That was. That was my weekend. So it was there good. Go. It wasn't Better bad. Than nothing. Jessica had some family come in town Sunday, so we hung out with them. That was fun, too. And if y'all don't know, Jessica's his wife. Yeah, that's my wife. Also, on Twitch, she's known as Lady Thringa. She never streams. She's just royalty that pops into chats every now and then. Oh, how sweet. I know. And it's funny, my, my community that I have built on my Twitch channel, whenever she pops into the streams, they're like, oh... Lady Thringa is here. Welcome, Your Majesty. <laughs> it's, it's hilarious. That sounds like it. I know I had my sister pop in on my uh, stream, and I could tell it was her because her username was Merly07. I was like, really? Really? <laughs> Axe adjusted Cyberpunk 27.7. Pre-ordered a year early uh, too soon. Keanu Reeves being in the game seems to be the Major to uh, major talking in the game community. I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing, but who doesn't love Keanu Reeves? Uh, totally agree. Uh, Communists do not love Keanu Reeves. You're right. Nazis don't love Keanu Reeves. If you don't love Keanu Reeves, you might be a Nazi. Yeah, that's the that's Nazi test. That's, I'm not uh, saying you are a Nazi. I'm saying you might be. Might be. Yeah, Just I mean, have you... Wolfenstein, take that game, for example... They use the Keanu Reeves test to make sure before they kill you. They don't like Keanu Reeves. And poof! Well, well then you don't live no more, sorry. That's right. Uh, is a year too early to pre-order a game? Uh, is a year too early to pre-order a game? It really depends on the game. Uh, I don't think so in this case. I think that's probably reasonable. There is a game coming out by... Hold on, I'll tell you. If, okay, so my name is BioGamer. Therefore, if I ever have to spell anything that begins with the word bio, I always put a zero in it, and Google's like, what the hell are you talking about? Okay, so Jim said uh, that other people did, uh, they tweeted about face swap on Cyberpunk, and they put Nicolas Cage's face on a Keanu Reeves, and he's like, nope, nope. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh. Also a nope. Uh, so to go back is a year too early. Yes. I, there was a game called Biomutant that THQ yeah. Nordic announced back in E3 of 2017. Okay. Years I pre-ordered the game in 2017. It's still not out. Oh my goodness. You have pre-ordered way so in advance. That I, is probably I, I too did. soon. But see, the thing about my pre-orders is, is when I pre-order, I think of it, uh, I think of it like financially because yes. i'll get a batch of games and i will pre-order them all at the exact same time and the way i do it is i put it on my best buy credit card best buy credit card x amount of dollars you get the same as cash and the great thing about it is 
they do that for every title that you buy. So I pre-ordered, I think, like nine games at the same time. It was 12 months same as cash. And then when the game ships, I get charged that 60-something dollars for the game. Yeah. And then I have 12 months to pay that $60 off. And oh, then that's when the nice. next game ships, I have 12 months to pay that $60 off. So I was like, this works out perfectly because I don't get hit with the interest and I can just buy the games I want and then it's paid off within like a week. So it really doesn't matter. Oh, that's brilliant. But if you ever need to like buy a bunch of video games and you don't want to like have to worry about dishing out $400 for a bunch of video games at that moment, then get a Best Buy credit card. That's, that sounds like the way to go. Right? That's what I did. Man. For the same day... Uh... 60 days, same as cash. Gotta love that. Wait, you said 60 days? Uh, mine's 12 months. 12 months. That's... I Actually, I don't know what I was thinking. You said $60. Yeah, $60 games. Oh, man, you get 12 You get twelve months to pay off $60, same as cash. That's easy. I'm going to start doing that, and then I'll have way too many games. I know. I think that's why I have too many. I mean, I, I even told my community for Discord, I was like, like, everybody name off how many games you got. I was like, uh, for what system? <laughs> Like, all of them. I was like, 572. Oh, my gosh. That is Xbox, PS4, Vita, uh, Switch, 3DS, and the few games I have on PC. That's six different systems. My goodness. That's a lot. I mean, I'm not going to have anywhere close to that many, but if if I added up all my systems... I mean, I have a lot too, but not 500 and whatever you have. 72. 72. Oh my. I might have 72. You might have 72. I, I I tell you, I go on little rants and sprees when I see the fun little sales pop up. I'm just like, mm, I have no self control. I can tell. Yeah. Oh my I got a bookshelf. Yeah, I got a bookshelf. I do, I do, I do. It's mainly blue. It's mainly with all PS4 stuff. Yeah, and then everything that's digitally downloaded because the PS4 does two free games a month. Yeah, oh yeah, I got a bunch Plus. of that. I got a bunch of that from Xbox as well. Yeah, and I do the same thing on Xbox. And soon I'll be having Xbox uh, Game Pass, so that's going to help out a lot too. And, now, I don't know if that counts towards your owned games. That'll uh, add a lot. Oh yeah, it'll add a lot. I'll have that whole library to go out and play. Yeah, I know. I got, I'm going to be doing that soon. Well, I mean, five more bucks, Xbox game, and Xbox Live Gold. That's five more dollars than I'm paying. All yeah. that stuff. So I got to do it. I got to do it sometime. Oh, let's see. It has a link. I don't see it. Oh, hey, Jim. If you sent it to Bloodthringa, I am actually logged in under uh, the DXP podcast thing. Yeah, just link it to me for the XP thing. Which you can post it. You're a mod. There it is. Oh, I gotta look at this. Uh, I guess I'm right there with you. I don't have my mouse out though, so I get to use my trackpad. I just want oh, to no. this photo. Oh no! Oh gosh! Oh no! Oh wow! That's not okay. That's creepy. I don't like that. <laughs> I love how everybody has a face swap of Nicolas Cage. This is worth a retweet, though. If you want to see it and you follow us on Twitter, I'm retweeting it right now. Retweet. And all I'm going to put is, oh no. Retweet. Retweet. 
Yeah, should definitely go out check out the Twitter and, and see it. Jim said exactly. I was like, nope, nope. <laughs> oh man! All right, let's let's get let's get on with this. We've been talking a whole lot. Oh, that's the whole point of it. Let's chit chat for a second. We've been on here for thirty minutes and we haven't done anything. We just told people about our weekend. That <gasps> that's something. We talked a little bit nothing. about Fallout seventy six. That's true. We did. And we talked a little bit about how many games you own. <laughs> and uh, we talked about Enter the Gungeon. Yep. And not a whole lot else. No, but now we can talk about a lot of other things. Like, Patrick, did you know that today leaked... Uh, this comes from comicbooks.com. From Shanghai, there was a film festival. And in that film festival, a trailer for Monster Hunter the movie was leaked. The trailer was leaked? Yep. Oh, I just thought the trailer was released. Oh, but you're right. That is definitely a leak. Yeah, it was a leak because it was for Shanghai only. Discover a new world. In comes the hunters. And then you just start seeing the iconic monsters that you slay in the video game. I do not know their names, so do not ask me to pronounce oh, it. Oh, yeah, don't me either. But you see all the main characters, the handler. Then you see the giant uh, El Diablo-looking guy. And oh it just says Monster goodness. Hunter. It doesn't say anything else. It's like a good little... You're totally right. I'm, I'm looking at it right now. It's a 28-second film. A 28-second commercial. I'm confused, though. The actors look cheesy. They do, don't they? Like, that guy does not look like he belongs in this movie. The guy with the bow and arrow. He doesn't, but... The I mean, monster looks for She looks like she belongs. The very first girl. Yeah, the first one. The, the other one guy, that, maybe. The girl that, like, raises her goggles off of her head, that's the handler for Monster Hunter World. Oh. I don't know. It looks pretty good. I mean, I, I say that. I don't know. I want to see a real trailer. Yeah, I'd like to see, like, the legit thing that someone recorded on their phone. Yeah, right. And I'd also want... Uh, I didn't listen to sound, so... I don't even know if there was sound. No, oh, I didn't either. I think there was. I'm not 100% sure. I didn't want to put it on here because it would have echoed through my headset and then I would have had a headache. Yeah, and if it, is, if it does have sound, it's being recorded by a cell phone, so it's not going to be very good anyway. No, not at all. Uh, da -da -da. Yeah, so uh, Monster Hunter movie trailer. Okay, so if it comes out, are you going to go see it? Like, let's, let's just assume that the trailer looks... Let's just put it on the average. It looks like an average movie. Are you going to go see it? Average, no, but if they release like a trailer in the States and it shows like some big glimpses and whatnot, I might use my AMC pass to go see it. Oh yeah, I forgot you have that. You get like what, one movie a month? Two movies uh, a month? Uh, so movie pass was literally one movie a day and then they changed their whole entire crap and then it went to crap. Yeah. So I went to AMC, and AMC is $20 a month for three movies a week. It does not matter oh. what kind of movie it is. Is there any blackout dates on that? Nope. So you can go watch, like, midnight releases? If I wanted to, in any type of theater. Like, any type of, like, uh, IMAX, 3D, regular. So you're telling me 20 bucks a month to get three movies a week? Yeah. So it pays for itself after two and a half movies. Oh my goodness, can you bring people with you or is it just for you? I think it's just for one person. I haven't tried taking people with me. I just usually go when I'm out of town. Wow, that's, oh Ooh, yeah, that's a good, good. that's a good way to do it. Because you travel a whole lot and you're like, well, what do I do at night? 
Exactly. Watch a movie. What am I supposed to do with my life? Yep, that sounds about right. Uh, in other news, Nintendo released uh, the Nintendo Switch update version 8.1.0. It is out now. Your Switch might have automatically updated it overnight, or it might be updating it right now. We don't know. We don't know what your Switch does with its life. Yeah, I don't know what your Switch does. I'm not. I'm not personally like. I don't have a personal relationship with your Twitch. But your Switch. Your Twitch. Your Switch. Or your there Twitch. You so I don't know. You find out for yourself. You know your Switch. I don't even have one, so mine didn't update. General system stability improvements to enhance the user's experience. The patch notes state regarding the system update, it is possible other tweaks could be included that are not listed, but there is no indication <laughs> for this far. This update uh, that's a bunch brought of to you. nothing. Yeah, a bunch of nothing is basically exactly what it states. That's coming from GameSpot. Yeah. Oh, it also uh, says that rumor new Switch models has begun. Uh, we'll get to that later. Yes. <laughs> because... The Wall Street Journal has even gotten in on this whole new rumor stuff. But again, we'll talk about that later. Mm-hmm. Uh, other news. Sorry, my computer's being slow. Yeah. Castlevania, slow. yeah. Castlevania spiritual successor, Bloodstained, Ritual of the Night, out now. Uh, this is brought to you by GameZone by Arnie Sitko. Sitto? Yeah, Arnie Sitto. Okay. Uh, 505 Games is celebrating the launch of its Kickstarter successfully and spirit successor of the legendary game designer uh, Koji something another. I cannot pronounce these names. Castlevania series Bloodstained, Ritual of the Night. The highly anticipated uh, Metrovania game is out now on PC, PlayStation 4, and Xbox One. Nintendo Switch owners will have to wait for one more week until Bloodstained launches on their system on June 25th. Check out the launch trailer. So this is, it's not a sequel to like the Castlevania games, but it's more like a... Predecessor. No, not a predecessor. Successor? Successor. Predecessor comes before. Oh, yeah. So, so successor. Right. So it's base. it's like... When, okay, I understand. I get it. I, don't, I can't. You can't? No, I don't no. know. I'm not smart, so... Me neither. I wing mm. this stuff. What you talking about? But that's cool. So the de- oh, it's a Kickstarter thing, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a OG Kickstarter. OG Ira- I- Igarashi. Hey, you pronounced it better than I could have. Pronounced something, yeah. Oh, that's cool. So it's going to be uh, like a roguelike dungeons type of game? Yeah, I think it's a scribe scroller. Well, a, did you say a side scroller? Yeah, side scroller, side scroller. Ah, yeah, side scrollers. That's yeah, cool though. Scroll through the sky. Also, I, I wonder if uh, one of Castlevania anime helps push that game with any kind of success. Mm, that's a good question. I'm not 100 percent sure myself. Did you watch the? Castlevania anime? I did watch the Castlevania anime, and I really enjoyed that. I haven't watched it. Yeah, really good, though. Season 2 is out and all that fun stuff. I'm waiting for the final one. Hmm. I was trying to play is the it, trailer. Is it only going to be three seasons? I have, I, maybe it feels like the story could end with season three. Well, it's on Netflix, and you know Netflix shows typically just go three seasons. That's, that's true. I mean, is that what happened to my one show? Uh, Santa Carita's Diet? Yes! Cancelled. Three I seasons. I was Dang so it. sad. It was so good. I don't know it what happened. It was. 
And now they're working on the fifth and final season of Lucifer. And then they're getting the third season out for, what's it called? What's it called? What's it called? Stranger Things on July 4th. That'll be the last one of those too, won't it? Possibly. They said that was going to be the last one of that. Uh, Well, yeah, great. Netflix, thanks guys for killing that. Uh, Didn't you want to talk about something about Astral Chain? Yeah, there's actually a lot of things for Astral Chain. Uh, Astral Chain is a new game that is coming out for the Nintendo Switch. It's going to be a Nintendo Switch exclusive uh, by Platinum Games, the same people who brought you Bayonetta. Uh, This is coming from Kotaku. Platinum Games' upcoming Nintendo Switch exclusive Astral Chain involves controlling two characters at the same time during combat. Uh, the game is not necessarily designed to be played by two different people at once, but according to Astral Chain director Takahishi Tarua, there is a hmm. way to do it that it describes both challenging and really fun. So they're actually stating the article is that it's not supposed to be a two-player game, but you can play it as a two-player game. It's just going to be a whole lot harder. Right. Uh, the way they described it is uh, if you were to undock and separate the Joy-Cons on the Switch, Yeah, you will be able to control the police officer with one, and the Legion, a.k.a. the Chimera that you have captured and retrained to work with humans, on the other. Huh. Interesting. And you can yeah. either do it, separate it by you doing button combinations and movement for each character, or turn it sideways and then have at it in that special little controller handler, and you control this one, that one controls that one. But the thing about it is they cannot go more than, I think, five feet apart from one another. Camera's blurry. Oh, it fixed itself. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's interesting. Uh, also, there, you can go to the bathroom in this game. Uh, another great thing about this game is you can literally walk around and pick up trash as a good Samaritan. <laughs> this game is going to be the what? It's going to be like the uh, Animal Crossing, but like cyberpunk version. Yeah, and see, that's uh, that was one of the news articles that they were talking about. Is our somebody from Polygon was doing an interview with the director and was asking, uh, "Do you feel like this game is going to go after Cyberpunk, the new one coming out?" And the director Takisha was like, "No, I'm not wanting this to be like Cyberpunk. I'm wanting this to be more of something of the Cyberpunkness, but where you can use magic instead of technology." Hmm. That's interesting. So like a cyberpunk landscape but a fantasy gameplay sort of yes oh that's interesting i like that uh one of the questions was so it involved from fantasy to cyberpunk yes that's right while we were making it actually i was influenced by a lot of different animes that i liked for example ghost in the shell uh and used the designs like that to modify and build the settings around the character hmm Interesting. Uh-huh. It also looks like uh, one of the things they said, what the the creative director said, maybe I think that's who it is, that uh, they're going to really try to give, like, they want this game to make you rethink how police are. Because, Instead of just what you see on media as the bad guy who just wants to shoot people. Yeah, they, they're wanting to, like, give you, like, an insight as to some of the stuff they have to go through, even though it's going to be set in a fantasy cyberpunk kind of world they still want to they still want to bring out the uh you know police can be good people too kind of thing they're not all just bad cops but they're it's also like very i mean because that 
it looks like it's also trying not to be political. So I don't know. There's some interesting balance here. I think I think that could be good. Oh yeah, and I love the fact that they're bringing character creation to this. So you, as the police officer, you can make your own police cadet, and from there play as your own character, and then have your legion just follow you around your from whichever legion. Yeah, I mean, it's I don't know which sounds better, legion or chimera. I don't know. Have your legion follow you, or have your chimera follow you? The le- legion sounds like a demon. That's true. I mean, it is a demon. I'm going to guess. Because they're demons that you tame and make them work for humans. Is that what a chimera is considered? Uh, chimera is like a multiple species bind into one. Uh, like yeah, the chimera I, I think of is uh, from Greek mythology. It's... I'm going to say, that's, that's what I, I was like. I don't remember it being, I just remember it being a, a bad during Greek mythology. Yeah, it's Greek mythology. It's a lion, a goat, and a snake. Oh, that's interesting. So yeah, there's there's that. Uh, but I mean, the gameplay looks really fun. I'm extremely excited for this game. I already have it pre-ordered. Comes out later this year. Comes out in August. Yeah, it looks pretty good. The fa- the uh, art style looks fantastic. Oh yeah, I mean, it's the same director who brought you near Automata if you ever played it. Yeah, I didn't have it, but I, I know what you're talking about. Uh, yeah. So Apparently, I'm not very equipped to be running a video game podcast because I haven't played nothing. Uh, I mean, I just go off what I read. And then again, I play all the like heavy hidden stuff. And there's oh, some like yeah. there's some hidden gems out there I will play. Uh, Polygon wants to know is how will how's the game structured? Is it open world? Is it level based? Uh, Takahisha comes through and says there are several separate levels that are linked to that yep yeah exactly they're linked together by layers with the police station essentially crimes and other incidents will occur and the player will leave the police station and go to the crime scene that will be the battle enemies investigate crimes and look over and find things then you go back to the levels that are cleared and you can try replaying them uh you know how Bayonetta proceed as a linear fashion and near Automata uh, had a kind of a large open world. It's kind of like that. Astral Train is the middle of those two, with you having large open worlds that are linear fashion. Interesting. I guess that makes sense. It's kind of a like a connected middle. It's almost like Diablo. Yeah. Yeah, because you keep going back to those certain dungeons and replaying certain missions, and then when you move on to it, you can go back and play it later. And you always come back to that central location. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. That's all right. It's all instanced, which is very, very Japanese, or very Asian, your uh, your game. That I have it open world. I can't wait for it. It looks extremely fun. Like I, I want to sit down and fully watch the treehouse experience for it. Yeah. Because there was a 28-minute treehouse video posted from Nintendo Z3. Yeah, you'll have to watch that since you already have it pre-ordered. Oh, yeah. I mean, I just fell in love with the game when I first saw the like the little ordeal. The little ordeal, yep. Next up, we are um, moving into... Uh, it looks like something about Star Wars The Fallen Order. Oh, heck yeah. Let me just tell you. Guys, I am freaking excited about well, anything Star Wars, but Star Wars Fallen Order, ooh, 
I think it looks so good, and I know, no EA, blah 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 blah, but I can't help it. it looks good. So anyway, uh, I don't even remember who. It was an interview done on StarWars.com with Aaron Contreras. 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 I don't know how to say his last name. Contreras. Anyway, he's the narrative lead on Star Wars uh, Jedi Fallen Order. Uh, and we didn't get a whole lot of new details, but got some pretty much rehashing of what was seen gameplay and just kind of some of the stuff that, uh, that he wanted to say about it. Uh, so they gave, you know, obviously he gave the timeline, which we already knew it's set between episodes three and four, uh, and it is known as the Dark Times, uh, which is a call to what Obi-Wan was talking about in episode four when he was talking to Luke about the Dark Times, or before the Dark Times, yeah, whatever. Uh, but, you know, the Empire is totally dominant of the galaxy. Um, but there's going to be some cool things, uh you can do especially using the force uh some really cool force abilities that you get to use uh one of them is being able to stop blaster bolts in midair which is something you saw kylo ren do in episodes seven for the very first time and uh, that was something really cool uh but you'll get to do it in this and then you'll get to like you'll get like the freeze the blaster bolt pull the stormtrooper or whatever you're fighting into the direct like the path of the bolt and then let the bolt go and it'll hit them very, very cool. We actually saw that in the gameplay, though. Uh, even though they kind of moved it. Whatever. It looked cool. Uh, uh, he he went on to explain... Uh, they were talking about the combat of the game. Um, and without having a hands-on experience, it was really hard to tell if this was going to be a button-mashing game or if it was going to be like, like a hack-and-slash, just go all at it. Um, and even... They, they kind of brought it up in the E3 press conference, uh, talking about it, that that they wanted you to be strategic the way you fought, but you still couldn't really tell. I mean, you could kind of, but not really. Uh, but uh, I can't remember the guy's name we were talking about. Aaron, Aaron Kestrosaurus, that last name. He, he said that uh, the game will have thoughtful combat. Um, he said, expect more payoff from strategic moves rather than just button-mashing combos and wild swings. Which makes me think of something... Because um, it's going to be how you time your attacks and stuff like that that's going to that's gonna matter a lot. It's going to help. Um, and I actually think of like a Dark Souls kind of gameplay when it comes to that. Blocking and dodging and timing your attacks just right. Um, yeah, that's what I, that's what I imagine. It's, he said, he said, uh, as I quote, if you just go in and blindly start swinging, you'll be successful in some situations against some opponents, but we try to create a combat design where the player thinks about stuff, analyzes the situation, and is aware of what their tool set is at that given point in time. You really look at the situation, the environment, the terrain. You have the high ground, for example. Old Anakin. Uh, when enemy, what enemies are you facing? What are their capabilities? Sort of do the right move at the right time. So yeah, I think if it has a bit more of a strategic combat style, I guess you could say. So yeah, good stuff there. Um, some other stuff that we're looking forward to with this game is you're going to be seeing uh, 
the AI for the enemies is going to be pretty cool. You're going to see basic enemies struggle against force powers. But then you get the purge troopers and other elite uh, kind of enemies you'll come up against uh, will be able to counter your force abilities and possibly use them against you uh, because they were trained to anticipate them. So that could be really cool, seeing your force abilities used against you, especially since they said in this game you're going to be learning force powers really quickly, but you're just a Padawan. Uh, so it'd be cool to see some of that, oh, they, they can use that against me, kind of learning curve. Uh, other things, you get new, there's going to be new force abilities. Uh, looks like probably ones we haven't seen before. Um, lots of platforming, environment, navigation, exploration, including wall climbing and wall running. Which all, and it looked pretty cool. And then your little droid, there was something he, a uh, little quote from him about the droid. He's an explorer companion droid, so the depiction of BD-1, which is the droid's name, is a relatively uncommon droid. Find as the perfect companion to somebody who is an explorer or an archaeologist or adventurer who is out in the wild. So if you're a researcher or a scientist who is off on some crazy backwoods planet, you have a BD unit with you. It's sort of there to give you first aid and help you in your research. Uh, yeah, so we just got like just got some new things. A little bit, a little bit more detail on some of the stuff that we saw in the trailers. A little bit of explanation, a little bit of combat. Uh, details and stuff that we got to we're getting to see and it just makes me even more excited uh also you're gonna be seeing characters you've already seen like Saw Gerrera and general tarful who you didn't see but he was you don't see in this but he was in uh revenge of the sith um he was mentioned in the, this game but anyway so that's that i'm super excited about star wars as you can sounds tell, like it i could talk forever about it i think it's gonna be really cool i think it's gonna be better than previous ea star wars games so oh yeah. i mean with ea having that big uh debacle going on with the, what happened with the past uh what was it yeah battle battlefront too yeah battlefront i was like it's not battlefield not that battle front yeah no, with that I actually whole debacle, i actually think they've done well with battlefield goodness i well, think yeah, battlefield games army are base but yeah and not hard to make it really good just smart about it you know stuff mm -hmm. like go to outer space don't make every little thing a microtransaction yeah we don't want to gamble we want to just play a game we're gamers we want to play we bought your game we don't want to pay you more money to win the game like just let us play it i don't understand yeah. how gamers like the amount of people I see, especially on mobile games, say, I would pay like 15 bucks for the game and play it if you didn't have microtransactions. That's what I want, but people, they don't care. They don't care. They're I mean, you have to look at it. People make a lot more money off of microtransactions, like when... Uh, oh, they do. Totally. And yeah. I completely think it's a bunch of hogwash. Especially with like uh, kids playing. I mean, younger and younger kids are getting cell phones and tablets connected to the internet and being able to purchase this kind of stuff at any yeah. day and age now. I mean, there are kids out there running up mom and dad's credit oh, card yeah. bill or debit card bill just due to the fact that they keep trying to buy candy on Candy Crush or they keep getting more skins on Fortnite Mobile or okay. PUBG. Exactly. I think not game-breaking purchasing is okay. Like buying skins on Fortnite and stuff like that. But I like. I don't like that you can pay your way to the top of the game. No, but and I think that's how. Uh, there was a game I played that you could do that, but I refused to. So I think I stopped playing it. Uh, 
Lord right. of the Rings, something another. Yeah, I mean, I play, I play uh, Clash Royale, and technically, I mean, you could buy enough gems and stuff to work your way all the way up to the top, just to keep upgrading your stuff over and over again, and be just better than everyone else at your level, and then just battle your way to the top. Yeah. But I'm not going to do that because, uh, first off, I'm not going to spend money on the game so I don't have to. Exactly. And if it's a free-to-play, then play it for free. I, on a, yeah. I mean, I understand the strategic and the business purpose behind microtransactions, but, like, my standpoint, my my way of perceiving this is if it's free for me to play, I don't care how long it's going to take me to get whatever skin I want or what yeah. item I want or something like that, uh, I'm not going to pay any microtransactions. The only no. microtransaction I ever paid for was Pokemon Go, and that was to upgrade my bag. Yep. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I paid for some before, but just because I had a gift card and I didn't have anything else to spend it on. But it's That's not true. like I just dumped a bunch of money into a game because I wanted to be the best player in the game. I didn't do that. I just, I was like, oh, somebody gave me a $25 gift card, so I bought Builder Huts on Clash of Clans. There you go. Like I, I play Clash Royale, and I'm not. I haven't spent a single dime on the game, and I mean, I'm doing pretty good. I'm sitting around 4,700 trophies, and our, our, uh, the clan I'm in is just kicking butt. So, you know, Same. I mean, for free. one of the free to play games I used to play a lot was uh, Warframe. Yeah. And- I like the thing about Warframe is you can get anything that you see. You just have to mine and grind for the material to build that item or build that weapon or build right. that armor. Right. So it's just like nonstop of like you have to keep going at it if you don't want to pay the twenty dollars for this. Yeah, I mean it's a bit of a grind, which is fine with me. Yeah, so that's why I don't understand like when people will just go out and like buy, oh I want this whole entire armor set and all of its weapons and they'll pay hundred dollars for it like that makes absolutely no sense to me yeah to me there's no accomplishment like that. oh like congratulations you just paid to be up there and now this is going to be out of date next year and that's a hundred dollars that you just blew on a video game yep just wait for the next update when they make that pretty much useless compared to the new stuff exactly so congratulations yeah so you'll buy the next one you know what they say 20 percent of all people who pay to play a game uh for or microtransaction games, that is. 20% of the people create 80% of the profits. Yeah, I can understand that. All they have to have is what they call 20, they call them whales, people who dump money into it. I thought you meant like a, like a literal whale, like. No, no, no they're money whales. Form. They're money whales, even though people spell it like W-H-A-L-E, like, like the Hannibal. But like I, the I Hannibal? Did you no, say Hannibal? No, not Hannibal. Like oh. the animal. A Hannibal animal. Hannibal. Doesn't work. I don't know how to think about that. Uh, anyway, uh, I'm gonna move on. Get out of this. Microtransactions suck. That's what we're. That's what we're getting at here. Yeah. So thank you, okay. EA, for that topic. Yeah. Thanks, EA, for also bringing that into the freaking light. We already all we knew it, but then you made it illegal in some countries. So mm-hmm. maybe we should be like commending you for doing that. Anyway, uh, so another big uh, big game update that came out, sort of like, uh, well, Twitch update wasn't very big. Not Twitch, Switch update wasn't very big. But we got a big game update uh, that went live today, uh, and it was for Jurassic World Evolution. 
Uh, even though I don't. Oh yeah, that's uh, that looks like. Oh, I don't know. June eighteenth, two thousand and nineteen. That's today. Yeah, there was an update that came out today, and I think the, the new uh thing. Do you play uh, this game? Players, I don't. I don't have it yet. I played. I played a demo. Of it. Really fun. I just didn't buy it. Oh, it's on PS4 and Xbox One. Yeah, it is. Uh, but anyway, uh, the new update, uh, they came out with two things. They came out with a free update and an expansion. Uh, the expansion is called Claire's Sanctuary. Uh, and according to the website, you'll embark on an exciting campaign with a thrilling storyline never before explored. This expansion pack features a whole host of new missions, dinosaurs, locations, and loads more waiting to be unlocked by you on the islands. It says time is running out as the once dormant Mount Sibo is expected to erupt at any minute and is threatening to send the dinosaurs of Ila Nublar back to extinction. Leap into action with Claire Deering, voiced by Bryce Dallas Howard, as you work together on this rescue mission to save these magnificent... Uh, yeah, so with this you get three new dinosaurs. You get Albertosaurus, you get Euplocephalus, uh, um, which is... Okay, Albertosaurus, if you don't know, is a T-Rex-like dinosaur, a little bit smaller, had little armored things over its eyes. Euplocephalus, uh, which means well-armored head, uh, refers to its wide skull and toothless beak, and Aranosaurus, uh, which is a powerful built herbivore with a flat duck-billed snout. This dinosaur has a thick sail on its back, going to the base of its tail to the very tip of its... I mean, the base of its neck to the tip of its tail... Yeah, uh, anyway, other things you'll get with the update, you'll get new terrain and scenery items, you'll get uh, something called Spinosaurids Care, which is receiving care from refinement with the addition of wetlands to, re to represent the swamp and coastal environments, plus new fish feeders. And then you'll get cool a cool gyrosphere improvement, where the automatic gates will open up for gyrospheres, so you can have the gyrospheres uh, tour multiple enclosures instead of just one. And there's apparently some other stuff. Oh, actually, that's on the free update, I think. Yes, the free update comes with terrain series, spider sword care, and gyrosphere improvements. So you'll get that for free today. The other stuff is paid for. Uh, it's going to cost you $15. So that, that's that. Free update 1.8, and then Jurassic World Evolution Claire Sanctuary. Fun stuff. I yeah. never played it, so is it like... Uh... What's kind of like? Is it like a? Do you remember like? Okay, do you know Zoo Tycoon? Zoo Tycoon, I know Roller Coaster Tycoon. Okay, well, it's similar to those kind of games. I know uh, Zombie Tycoon. I don't know if it's. Oh. It is a tycoon style game though. So okay. Maybe. Uh, but there was an older one called Jurassic World Operation Genesis, Plastic. Mm hmm. And it's a lot like that, but it's Jurassic World. So if you played Operation Genesis, Jurassic World Evolution, a lot like. Gotcha. Alrighty then. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I want to talk about a game that I came into founding of thanks to my community, uh, Twitch Titans. Uh, someone was telling me about a game that is right now in closed alpha, and it is looking pretty freaking rad, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, it is a battle royale meets fantasy meets. RPG, and it is called Spellbreak. Spellbreak is a battle royale brought to you uh, by, I think it's it, Epic. Yeah, it's Epic. Uh, did we get any look at this on E3? Uh, 
Uh, not that I'm 100% aware of. Now, I've seen something about it because all this looks familiar, and I think it, like the, it's like a, sh- a cel-shaded kind of anime-ish art style. looks really good. Oh, there is a game I want to talk about. I'm going to add it in there. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, but uh, they brought it up to my attention. I was like, I want to see about this. I signed up for the closed alpha. I joined their Discord and all that fun jazz. They were granted the Unreal Dev Grants recipient. So, I mean, that's what's paying for the game. And I've been watching a lot of gameplay of it, and it looks pretty freaking cool. Uh, it is a battle royale, so big old open area starts getting smaller and smaller and smaller. And with that, you have the factor of instead of like guns and weapons and all that, you get two gauntlets, and each gauntlet has a different ability attached to it. And it can range from fire, water, ice, earth, wind, lightning, poison. And you'll have two different spells, and then you can, like, figure out a combination for those two to work together. Uh, one I was watching was they were throwing poison, and then they threw a fireball behind it and made the poison explode as a poison explosion. Mm-hmm. Yep. So there's a bunch of different physics, physics being into it. Uh, I mean, it's looking pretty cool, in my opinion. I, it's about as much as I got to say. I hope I get to play the alpha, and if I do, I'll have a whole lot more in-depth or deals about it. Uh, they do have certain packages you can get right now. The mage pack, the battle mage pack, and the master pack. They range from $50, $80, and $120. And it also gives you all testing phases from here on out. And on top of that, like a majority of the money that you spend goes towards like in-game currency. Hmm. Well, how about that? Right. That's nice. I like it when they then they reward you for that kind of stuff. Yeah, like the Mage Pack, which is a $50 version. Uh, all access to future testing phases. Uh mage role in discord so you'll get a role in their discord group nice will include 35 dollars usd worth of in-game currency exclusive mage in-game avatar and badge and more coming soon so basically you're getting your money back even just on the in-game currency yeah i mean you're getting 35 dollars back out of the 50 you just spent and but you're getting you're also getting all you're getting the game for one and you get all the other stuff yeah, so you're basically paying $15 for the game. If not, if you divide up everything else that you're getting out of it, you're paying less than $15 for the game. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's a good deal. I like mm-hmm. good deals. I'm all about a good penny saving. Yeah, me too. I don't. I can't save enough pennies. Oh, we'll get you a jar. <laughs> if you wanna, if you wanna make me make me save pennies, just donate a penny to us. I'll save it. You know what there they say, go. a penny saved is a penny earned. Well, I mean, what is it? Take a penny, leave a penny, but you're going to leave I'm taking, a penny, leave a penny? I'm taking two pennies and leaving one, and I'm saving the one that I get to keep. There you go. How about that? Parched. <laughs> I'm parched. Yeah, I think Spellbreak looks pretty good. Uh, I love the, like I said, I love the art style. Oh, I think it looks so cool, and it kind of—I mean, it has that. It's kind of a Fortnite cartoon style, but then it's very like Breath of the Wild slash anime uh, art style. Oh, so, I don't know. It looks pretty cool. I can't wait. I I watched a few videos on it again, and it just looked—it looked fun. And I've never been a fan of battle royale games at all. Yep. But after seeing uh, Magic, yes, sign me up right now. Oh, uh, yes. 
Yeah, and also it's not gonna be that bad on the requirements. That means no. it'll be easy. Oh yeah, ditto. Especially with this new laptop. Oh yeah, dude, your laptop's a. Mm. And then from Kotaku, Breath of the Wild is getting a sequel because the team had too many DLC ideas. <laughs> uh, that's where they're getting their sequel from. Yeah, they're bringing in all the DLC. Cool. That's good. That was just a that was a bait clip I read. So you can find the article over on Kotaku if you want to read more into it. But I just thought I'd share that with people. Yeah, it is, and it's totally a clickbait kind of thing because it's like, oh, really? And it, basically, that's what they say is, yeah, we had so many ideas that uh, we decided to turn it into another game instead of making you pay for a whole bunch of D- DLC. Which I'm okay with because if I mean, if you break it up, you'll get what well, a good three DLCs can cost anywhere between seven ninety nine to about fourteen ninety nine per DLC. Yeah, something like that. So you're going to be buying a new game, so that works out nicely. Yeah, so it's like saving a little tiny game. Just put it all together, you get the entire thing, all one little scoop, all at the same time, and poof. And poof, yes. Poof. That's my go-to word. And plus, it reminds me of the Fairly Odd Parents, baby. <laughs> That's what I thought of, too. Poof, poof. Poof. Okay. So Breath of the Wild 2. Yep. Basically all the DLC for Breath of the Wild 1, which is good. Uh... So anyway, I, I noticed something coming up with the, uh, and I think it's something special. We got Wall Street Journal jumping in on the new Switch console rumors. So I don't know. I don't know if that means anything big for it or not. But uh, yeah, Wall Street Journal's saying stuff. And they came out and said uh, that Nintendo is currently making or wanting to come out with two Switch models. Um there's going to be one that's going to be pretty much the current model. I think I don't think it's going to be any more powerful, but it's going to be like an upgraded bezel, bigger screen, stuff like that. But you're going to be basically looking at the same specs. Um, but they're going to come out with a lesser version that's going to be more affordable, what I imagine. I, I don't know what that exactly means. There wasn't any details. But what I imagine is you'll be seeing a like a 3DS versus 2DS kind of thing so how we have like the the 3ds xl and now we have the 2ds xl that's what i imagine we'll be seeing something just it doesn't have some of the special features or in this case some of the power that uh the switch has it a little less so i don't know hopefully it becomes they want it they said they want to make or according to wall street journal nintendo wants to make it uh more comfortable to purchase uh, the Switch. They want to put it into more homes, which is why you would make a lesser version of it anyway. Also, as long as it's not one of those kid versions that comes in a rubber padding that is automatically on there, I might be looking at getting that. I will definitely get the regular one. Yeah, I mean, uh, what was it? There were rumors back in the day saying that like I'm the new Switch power go, is going to have a bigger screen, a better battery, and I think a small bit better on the processor, and yeah. that's going to be the only three major differences. Yeah, it's going to be just a, a just a, just a tick better on processing power, but they're not adding any more like GPU or anything. It's going to, I mean, it's it's not going to be a significant power upgrade. It's gonna, it'll probably be just a little bit more efficient. Cut out cut out some of the lag while you're playing Breath of the Wild or something like that. 
Which there wasn't a whole lot of that anyway, from what I could tell. Mm -hmm. Just if you created massive amounts of explosions, like on purpose. But yeah, that's the new Nintendo news coming out from Wall Street Journal. Not confirmed or anything like that. But it's worth noting that someone is trustworthy. Call the Wall Street Journal that. Trustworthy is now reporting Nintendo coming out with two new consoles. Uh, but, you know, you can't believe it. Or you, we don't know what the, what the deal is with them until Nintendo themselves announce it. We'll wait. We'll wait and see. Sounds like a plan. But it's Wall Street, so I'm just like, meh. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, speaking of more rumors, um, this one's an interesting one. Uh, from it, it actually came... It's, I have it reported by Digital Trends, which I consider a pretty good website, but the report actually comes from a website called The Digital Fix, and I know nothing about them. But it's, uh, it's claiming that NVIDIA... Um, with their NVIDIA Shield TV will uh, be partnering with Google and Google Stadia to uh, be a supporting device for it. Um, apparently, um, you'll have, like, there's the there's the Shield TV and then there's the Shield TV Gaming Edition. And uh, Do you know the difference between the two? One comes with a controller. Yeah. And that controller is supposed to be able to or the whole NVIDIA system is going to be compatible with the, the Stadia controller. Um, so, Yeah, the biggest difference between the two, because I have the gaming version, yeah. uh, is it's supposed to, it, one, it's bigger memory, and yeah. then two, it comes with a controller. Uh, Android TV across the board, yeah. and then you have the ability to play Android games, and then you can use GeForce Now, which is NVIDIA's own streaming service. Right, and you can play games and, like Fortnite and stuff. Yeah, and you can stream games like that. It's in a beta testing right now uh, for streaming bigger, bigger games, but like you right. can do older games. Like I have Portal on my NVIDIA TV. Yeah, yeah, I just I, love that puzzle game. Apparently, there there's a possibility that Stadia and NVIDIA Shield are going to be, or NVIDIA Shield is making their they're coming out with a new thing uh, right around the same time that Stadia is coming out, and it's Apparently going to be compatible with Stadia, so there's I mean, that. Compatibility would be great because I mean, even right here in the article it says GeForce Now is a competitor to Stadia, while the pricing isn't known and we can't directly compare the gaming libraries. Uh, Stadia's functionality could render the subscription redundant. Leaning into Stadia while the platform continues to gain support seems to be a strange business move that would cut into the profits of Nvidia's own cloud gaming. Yeah, I think I think what they're I think what NVIDIA is trying to do is just get get on the good side of Google. Basically. I mean, why not? Because, I mean, if you look at it, NVIDIA stuff runs Android. Yeah, and and what will happen is is it won't, like, the people who already have a Stadia, I mean, have a, have a, a Shield, it won't render their Shield useless. They'll just be able to use their Stadia with it. So, I don't know. You do know Stadia isn't a thing. It, yeah, it's a subscription. I mean, it's a I was like, subscription. Are we talking to it, it about it like it's a thing? But it comes with its controller. So does so does NVIDIA's controller will work like Stadia's controller? Is that what they're saying? Because mm. that's that's kind of what it looks like to me. You wouldn't have to buy the controller. You just sign up for the subscription and use NVIDIA's like your the Shield controller you already have. 
Yeah, I mean, if you already have the show controller, then what type of platforms is it going to be available on? Because, I mean, with Stadia, you have, like, I have a Chromecast Ultra, and I want to throw it on that puppy. That's why right. I only bought the controller. Right. So well, I'm trying to figure out, like, what what is NVIDIA going to have that will support it besides just the Shield TV and the Shield Portable? Because yeah, the Shield what... Portable is their controller with, the, like, a, a screen attached to it that runs everything. Yeah, oh, that's what I think they're trying to do is just make it run through that. I don't know if it'll come out for, with, like, I mean, I don't know. I think what NVIDIA is trying to do is say, hey, you can use Google Stadia's, you know, the subscription and everything through the Shield without having to buy anything extra. You just got to sign up for Stadia. You don't have to buy their controller. You can use ours. Use it on the portable. You can use it on your Shield TV. I mean, that'd help with, like, product sales. I mean, I guess so. I mean, it'd tremendously help with product sales because if... You told people, hey, if you want to play Google Stadia, buy a Shield TV. That's basically a smart box yeah, that turns your TV smart if you have a dumb TV. Right. And then you have the platform of Android and all the apps like Netflix, Hulu, all that fun stuff you can just throw straight on your TV compared to a Chromecast. Like a lot of people exactly. don't like a Chromecast because their phone has to be the device. Right. So they have to use their phone to change what they're watching. They have yeah. to use their phone to pick what they want to watch. When with the NVIDIA Shield TV, it's you have the controller right then and there. You can use either which way. Yeah, so this just Choose gives you. Play it. This just gives you a wider range of accessibility on the, on the, on the whole for both of them. If it came out, if they did do this, and I, I think it wouldn't be a bad move for Google Stadia for Google to implement Stadia on other streaming or other devices like that because then it just makes their platform bigger as well it does it gives people more options to get out there and get it besides just using uh what is it chromecast ultra right now and right. the chrome browser yeah i like i don't think it's a bad move for them because really nvidia is not a competitor they're not giving their stuff to xbox or sony like you're giving it to nvidia they're not a gaming like they build mostly hardware for gaming computers they don't have their own gaming software no I mean, besides hardware, GeForce now besides geforce now and it what it's not even that good i mean it's okay you stream old games on it like you said or fortnite <laughs> yeah sorry i'm reading to see which ones so it's chrome browser uh chromecast ultra Pixel Slates and Pixel 3 phones. Yeah. Those are the ones that you can run Stadia on right now. So if they were to partner up with NVIDIA, they could make the NVIDIA TV a compatible partner for Stadia. And then poof, that's one product sells for Stadia and poof, another controller sale for Stadia. Yeah. No, it's, yeah, it's product sales for NVIDIA and then it's a controller sale for Stadia. Yeah, you could, I mean, yeah, I think, I, I personally think it'd be a good business move. Oh, absolutely. Because there's no reason not to. I, I'd love to be able to just take my controller and go from being in my room playing a game, hop off, go to my living room, sit on my couch, and play it on my Shield TV. Which, I mean, that's like the life of anybody. Why not just like pick up a game in one place and then literally pause it, quit it, and then open it right back up where you slept off in a different room? Yep. Yep. 
But that's that. I think that would be a good move for them. It would be. Sorry, I can talk about that. I know. I know Stadia. <laughs> I, know. I know Google. Would well, you know Google? Yeah. I know Google. Uh. So yeah. So we could talk all day about Google, but we don't have we all day. Well, we don't because the day's already over and we start a podcasting at night. That's true. Let's see. Uh, so anyway, uh, another thing that could be coming to a game soon, already kind of there, but I, they think that uh, we got dragons and Apex Legends. How about that? Uh, they started showing up here recently, and apparently, if you kill somebody, the little death box it drops, like a loot box. Mm-hmm. Um, dragons will swoop down and steal them, and if you kill the dragon or you shoot the dragon down or how it works, uh, they'll drop the box. Uh, but yeah, uh, they've been they've been showing up. And uh, people are calling them flyers. They think there may be something to do uh, with a future update for Season 2. I mean, um, if you look at E3, they were talking about dragons a lot, so I do not, yeah, and I in, do not overlook it. In the E3 trailer for Season 2, there was like this big reptile-style reptile eye at the end of the trailer. So, I mean, we're probably talking about dragons being a... A big part of the game. Also, uh, I think uh, Leviathan that hangs out around the edge of the map in the ocean. Apparently, it's been it its location is has moved. Like it's closer, or you see it more often, or something. So there could be something to do with the Leviathan out in the water and the dragons in the sky. So we could be seeing something about that. Could be cool. I think uh, Dragons and Apex Legends, uh, Apex Legends would be a cool addition. Would be. I mean, be Dragons. Good. Dragons equals sales. Pretty much in anything. Uh, yeah, anything. <laughs> if you if you don't know what to add, add dragons. When in doubt, add dragons. Oh, absolutely. That's all I have to say about Apex Legends. I haven't played it a whole lot. Do you haven't. I do have it. Yes, it's a. I mean, it's a. It's a battle royale. I'm not very good at FPS games, especially on the PC. Not good at Apex Legends at all. You're not. But it's okay. <gasps> like, I mean, it's fun, but not my cup of tea. I need to play it more. I need to. I need to play with people that I know. I was just playing with random people, so. I feel like when you play games like that with people you know, it's a lot more fun, and then you can get to see the competitive side of your friends. Ah, yes, I know. Especially the people who are really good at it. Take it really seriously. Oh, absolutely. Funny. Uh, next up is, I want to talk about a game that I know, and that is Yokai. Yokai uh, 3 was, 1 through 3 was on the, sorry, my leg is itchy as all get out. I know. Uh, I, mosquitoes must be bad. They are. Uh, Yokai 1 through 3 was on the Nintendo 3DS, and the number 4 is being brought to you by the Switch. It is about to launch here very soon in Japan, and then we don't know when it's going to come west to us. But uh, today on NintendoEverything.com, they have a two hour gameplay footage of Yokai 4. I mean, yeah, Yokai Watch 4, which debuts the new. Well, everything. The new battle mechanic, the new some of the new characters, some of the new Yokai. Along with a little bit of the new story. Okay, and so, so for someone who hasn't played Yokai Watch or even know what it is, what exactly is it? Okay, uh, best way <laughs> uh, to the, describe. No, no, no. The simple form. The simple form. Uh, 
dang, I don't know how to make it simple. Think of it's 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 kind of similar to it's it's like Pokemon, Pokemon and Digimon put together, but it's a little bit different. Yeah. Uh, so you, I like I like threes battle. Yeah. A lot easier. It's a lot easier on me. Uh, two and one, it was a little different, but you are basically a kid. You are exploring your entire city, mm-hmm. and while you're going throughout the city, you come across yokai, and you battle them. Uh, some are causing mischievous kind of things going on. Some are being very, very bad, so you got to fight them, that kind of ordeal. It's basically you're trying to save the world from these evil yokai, and you fight the bad ones. You can fight random encounters. You can search for random encounters. Uh, the way the random encounters work is like if you wanted to try to become friends with a certain yokai or whatnot, you can go search for them. You can check under cars, under vending machines, and dark alleys, places like that. You'll go and look. You'll use your yokai watch. You'll uh, look around and see if you can find the yokai. You'll have it hovering above the yokai or shoot hmm. the yokai so many times until it comes visible. It'll attack you while you're fighting. It either has to like the way you fight to become your friend or you have to give it like a certain type of food and it'll become your friend. Interesting. And then once it becomes your friends, it's yours. You can use it in battle. You can use its skills. Every yokai has a different ability. Every yokai has like a different background. Uh, some evolve. Some you can fuse together to make stronger yokai. And the way I like three, it's basically like a uh, it's a three by three. So you get nine squares, and you yeah. have your three medallions, which stand for your three yokai out on the field at the moment. You can move them around those nine little squares. Yeah, and they automatically attack the people, and they can automatically dodge depending if they're like good at dodging or something like that. Yeah, and when their soul meter gets full, you can use their special ability. Mm. And their special ability does like the massive, like the major damage, or does the most passive aggressive kind of ability. Right. Well, that sounds cool. Uh, it's it's a turn based game. It's fun. I like the third one the most at the moment just one it's the third one in the series they fixed a lot of bugs from one and two and they brought in the spin-off version which was called yokai blasters and they put that inside of yokai watch three so it's basically two games for the price of one yeah cool because yokai so, blasters is like a diablo style run yeah. around the dungeons shoot everything and then you can automatically become friends with people and get special types of artifacts so they came out with two hours of Gameplay for Yokai, Yokai Watchful. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of that's a lot of footage. <laughs> yeah, I mean you can just Google it and it'll pop up. Yeah. So yeah, if you're a fan of Yokai Watch or you're interested in checking out the new one coming out for the Switch, check out that two hours of gameplay, and I'm sure you'll be able to see what you need to see in two hours. So. Yep. Okay. And then. So, no, I'm going to introduce this one. You're going to talk about this. Ready for this? Okay. Twitch is suing trolls. Holy crap, Michael, you got to talk about this because this is fantastic. Yes. So, the Dota game collector, the Dota 2 collectible card game artifact uh, was a stream channel. It was not doing very well. So, people went on there. And started uh, streaming uh, from what they say in the from Polygon. (laughs) 
Twitch is suing users who took over the streaming platform artifact category and flooded it with gourd pornography, copyright content, and <laughs> events of a video of a mass shooting. That's not okay. No. The lawsuit, which was filed on June 14th in the U.S. District Court of North Carolina, is against unidentified streamers listed as John and Jane Doe. Does it does one through 100. That is... Well, I mean, it's not funny that they went on there and did that. What's funny is that, I don't know, there's nothing funny about it, but it makes me laugh. Twitch is suing a hundred anonymous people for doing stupid stuff on Twitch, which I think is great. Like, get that crap off of there. We don't need it on there. Yeah. But it, I still, I don't know why I'm laughing, but I am. It's a trademark infringement, breach of contract, fraud, uh, unlawful use of company's platform, Twitch successful is due is in part of measurements have taken to create a safe and accessible community for millions of users. Yeah. Uh, the lawsuit states that Twitch does not tolerate harassing and dangerous content, nudity, sexual uh, content, or activities or physical violence, including gore. gore. Also, what's up, Patrick? How's it going? That's one of my one of the people that are watching. His name is Patrick as well. Oh, hi, other Patty. Hi, other Patty. Yeah, so they are really, it's showing you that they're really cracking down on this. And it even has the copy of the lawsuit, all 18 <laughs> pages of it. You can find this on Polygon. That's, that's something. I really hope How they get the, that? that's like the, that's like the, if you get sued by Twitch, like, that's an automatic ban hammer from everybody. Hmm. Wow. I mean, it even went to the point that they were popping up so quickly after being banned that Twitch suspended the ability for new users to stream and proactively banned any user in the artifact sec section not streaming artifact on May 28th in order to get the situation under control. So even if you weren't a part of it, but you had your uh, section, uh, your streaming section as artifact, you were banned or at least temporarily until twitch got everything under control it could prove that you weren't a part of this that is that is something yeah they had the full lawsuit available on the polygon website and the shooting that they aired was the new zealand shooting that just happened oh dude i watched that video that was terrible yeah so that's what they had playing on there not okay that one nope that, that one was not okay I'm doing good. Almost finished school. Just two exams Thursday and Friday. That's right, Patrick. You finished that school. Good luck on those exams. Make sure you get A's or passing grades at the very least. It's June. Oh, man. So Twitch is suing trolls. All right. So here's a game that I was actually... Uh, I'm going to talk about uh, a friend at work brought it up. He said he wants to get it. Oh, my gosh. The video on Steam of somebody playing live is writing this animal with two tails and the tails are blue. Anyway, it's a game called Edge of Eternity. It happens to be in uh, free, it's like an early access right now. Um, but uh, it's available, I think, well, it's on Steam. I don't know if you can get it on Steam. Again, it's early access, so you probably have to sign up for it. Uh, you can buy it for 20 bucks. Uh, it's a JRPG style game. It's a turn-based game. And I think the game looks absolutely beautiful. It has a 
Final Fantasy 15 kind of look to it. So it's an anime realistic style. Like the environments are almost photo realistic, but with fantasy elements like giant mushrooms and stuff like that. But then like this anime, like you're like a character who looks real face stuff, but you got like an anime hairstyle, anime clothing, you have like a big sword and stuff. It just looks like photorealistic anime. I don't know how else to explain it, but it looks really gorgeous. Um, so yeah, I don't know. This game was a Kickstarter game. Uh, it was successfully funded, man, I think it was back in like 2015, and it's, it went early access at the end of last year. So uh, yeah, it uh, looks like uh, it could be a pretty good game if you want to jump in on the early access. I'm sure you can find a way to. Um, I think on I think you can on uh, Steam. At the very least, you can check out their website and try to find it from there. You can buy on Steam for twenty bucks, and all the DLC is only ninety nine cents, which is looks like one extra skin. <laughs> okay, but yeah, looks all good DLC. even in early access. Yep. And it's turn-based, which is very, like, like I was saying earlier, it's very Japanese. Yep, yep, yep. Instanced uh, and turn-based. But still, very good. It's open world, though, so it's not instanced. Well, very something cool. to look into. Yeah, if you're into Steam and if you're into that kind of gameplay. I'm not much of a turn-based person unless it is Pokemon. Like, that's the only turn-based game I can play. And I don't feel like Yokai is a turn-based game just due to the fact that you're constantly moving. Yeah. Like okay, you have to yeah. move characters around to avoid things. You have to do like certain abilities on the touch screen to get them to do their special abilities. So I don't count that as a turn-based game. But yeah. I mean, every time you go into a battle, it does the whole little anime scene to animated scene to go over to the next little slide. Yeah, Ed, Edge of Eternity is definitely turn-based. It has that Final Fantasy turn-based aspect to it. So there's that. I think it looks pretty good. I, I might check it out. Yeah, I'm um, looking at it right now. It looks kind of neat. Yeah, it looks fun. I Again, I just think it looks beautiful. And when I when, that, when my friend told me about it, I was like, oh, man. I checked it out instantly. I was like, God, that game. And that's, you know, I'm huge on art style games. So Anyway, uh, we also got some new details in the Nintendo Treehouse uh, E3 event thing. Uh, we got like 20 minutes of... Animal Crossing gameplay, along with some narrative explaining some of the stuff that's coming out. So if you are looking forward to the new and your best and favorite game where you get to play as a character in a village full of animals that you get to talk to, well, Animal Crossing New Horizons is coming out, and here's some of the new details. Uh, you're going to have a new crafting ability. Um, so I guess it's kind of similar to the mobile one, uh, which is the name of Pocket Camp. Uh where you had to collect resources, but uh, in this game you don't have to. You can go and buy them from the store, but it gives you the option. Uh, you also like like if you want to make an axe, you need like one stone and five wood or five branches or something like that. So it looks, you know, you go you and you go and craft your axe. Looks pretty good. Uh, that looks like a really cool addition, kind of a Minecrafty feel to it. Um, I think uh, I think that looks really. Cool. Uh, and also you discover new. Crafting recipes, also known as do-it-yourself or DIY recipes, uh, just by finding items or talking to some of the the villagers, uh, and they'll kind of give you ideas. So I don't know, it looks pretty cool. Uh, you can also, uh, instead of just being able to place your items inside, you can place them outside. So you can make like campfire uh, exhibit, like 
campfire and then put benches and stuff around it. Uh, one of the things they added to the game was the ability to place stuff on the beach. So when you first start the game, you get to place, you get to choose where to place your tent that you live in, and uh, you can put it on the beach if you want to. Uh, then you can put items on the beach, which was something they haven't done before, uh, at least in New Leaf and the older games that I've played. Uh, they said they even said it was a new feature, so I'm assuming it hasn't been allowed in any game. Uh, there's going to be local co-op, which is something big. Uh, if you take your Joy-Con, split them apart. Uh, you both take one, you can play a local thing. Now, the thing about it is it's not two screens. So uh, you'll be both playing in that same square, so you have to follow each other around. But you can help each other, gather resources, uh, build stuff. You can uh, swap who the host is, so I don't guess it matters a whole lot. But uh, one of the things you can do is, like, um, if I have found certain recipes for items and... Now, my wife hasn't, and we want to. She wants some of the stuff that I have recipes for. I can just jump on, become the host. We collect the resources. I build it for, her, drop it. She can pick it up. So that's a cool way to do that. Uh, it's just a little, little fun things you can do. Little interesting thing they've added. Uh, and then they have a lot of cool small details. One of the things they have added, which may not even be considered small detail, but they have a reward system. Uh, so you get. It's called miles. So it's like. Like if you were buying stuff with a credit card and getting air miles, this is doing things around the island. By the way, it's on a deserted island if you didn't know. So that's cool. Uh, but uh, if you like pick weeds or collect resources or catch bugs or something like that, uh, it gives you miles. Uh, and you can use those to exchange for items and stuff. Uh, but then there's like small details like the wind. Uh, wind speed affects how the trees move. And it, I don't know, it just looks really cool. While they were doing the gameplay, the wind picked up and the tree leaves move some more and it you know, sounded cool, looked cool. I don't know. I, I like Animal Crossing. I know Michael's not the biggest fan of it, but I think it's fun. And I'm really looking forward to this one, even though I don't have a Switch. Which means I'm going to have to get a Switch. Yeah, you will. Totally. I mean, I've been, don't get me wrong, I've been keeping an eye out on like a bunch of different Switch sales. I saw one on Facebook for $175. Oh, nice. It's like, you might like this, and then it sold like within 10 minutes. I like yeah, that. Yeah. When that stuff comes up, I bet it goes quick. Yeah, uh, that's uh, I've been hearing that a lot lately. Uh, there are some. But the uh, local co-op is sounds that sounds the, fun. That the sounds local, different. The local co-op is something I'm I'm kind of interested in. It didn't look great. It didn't look it, great. No, I mean the co-op didn't because you you have to stay in the same frame. Very. Yeah, that sounds like a lot of the local co-ops for uh, Nintendo. Like take Luigi's Mansion for an example. Right. Uh, Bayonetta, there's the co-op for the battle scenes, and yeah. you got to stay in the exact same area. Neither one of you can go off and explore. Now, uh, it's not, I mean, it, it's cool because you can, like, like I said, I can craft stuff, and then Jessica can craft stuff, and it'd be completely, like, I don't have the recipe for that stuff, or she doesn't have the recipe for the stuff I have, and we get to help each other out. So then that's basically what the co-op is for, to help each other out. Gotcha. It's not the game is meant to be played single player like all the Animal Crossing games are, but there's just that little extra that's thrown in there. I don't know, could be cool. Hmm. I, I'm excited for it. For you people with credit card addictions like me, the miles sounds fun. Yeah, except I spend money to make less money back for free. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> sounds great. Uh. I'm going to bring up some uh, deals that are going on right now. Uh, some tech deals. I found these. Oh, yes. Oh, man. 
Patrick, uh, once we get done with this, you'll have to go back and watch it because I definitely went into detail in some of the Fallen Order stuff, and I, dude, I'm so excited. I don't know what's EA, and I don't trust EA, but I trust Respawn. I think they, I think they're going to do a good job with it. They actually brought up something in an interview saying that they don't want to screw it up. They know how important the Star Wars universe is and how hard it is to work in it, so they've really put a lot of attention to detail and stuff. So I don't know. I really trust them. Trust them. Anyway, deals, tech deals. I found if you're looking, if you're a PC gamer and you're looking to upgrade your your uh, your gaming rig, get a get a better gaming experience, or if you're looking to build your first PC and you're wanting to go like top line and you want to save some money, I found a couple of deals that I think you'll like. Uh, I don't know how long to go on. It's January 18, 2019 right now, so I don't know. I know some of these prices have been coming down, but these have come down before anyone else and these specific items. We got first a Samsung. It's June. June. I said July, didn't I? You said January. January. That's my birthday month. Uh, it is June. June 18th. Not January. Don't listen to me. Now listen, listen to me. Michael. Michael. Anyway, Samsung. One terabyte, 970 Evo NVMe SSD. Uh, typically, they're around 300 bucks. Uh, if you go to BH, B and H photo, uh, the, that website, they have like a bunch of different B and H's, but if you go to the photo one, it's available for $209 there. So 90 bucks off. That's a pretty good deal. That's, that's a lot of speed, a lot of power for $209. Way better than anything I have. Also, if you want a new GPU or you're building your new one and you want RTX ray tracing ability and you don't want to spend like a thousand dollars on a ray trace on a 2080 Ti, you gotta check out Zotac GeForce RTX 2080. Uh, and you wanna check that out on uh, Amazon and also something else. Or else my new egg. No, new egg has it still has it for expensive. Hold on, let me look. Oh man, that's not gonna show me. Hold on, I'll look it up. It's definitely Amazon or one of the places, but uh, it's normally like 750 bucks, and right now it's it's a hundred dollars off at. Um, six fifty. Uh, some places it's just, it's as expensive as like eight hundred dollars, uh, but it's not going. Most of the places you're not gonna find it for that. That's like top dollar. But let me let me make sure I can get you to the actual other place it's there for. So that I'm not leaving you in the dust. Uh, but if you have Amazon Prime, you get free shipping for two days so, or two day free shipping. So that's big. Unless it's over thirty five dollars, then it's same day shipping. Same day shipping. Look at that. If they have it in the warehouse, I don't guess they'd ship it from California same day. No, it wouldn't make it here. No. Depending on the time of day. Say, I don't know how this would work, but... Uh, why don't you just... Okay. G4 CTX 2080. Whoop. That right there, that'll do. That'll do. Out of that. Sort it by price. Lowest to highest. We got the Zotac gaming amp. It's a triple fan as well, so to stay a little bit cooler, possibly. Uh, you can get it at B and H as well, but that is it doesn't say photo. It just says B and H. But B and H, you get it for six fifty. Get it for six fifty at Amazon, uh, and like Walmart has it for eight fifty. So that's really expensive. This has a set for eight hundred dollars, but one hundred and ninety bucks, one hundred and fifty bucks off of some places. Like $100 off from everywhere else, so that's a good price. Is it overclockable? Uh, yes. As long as your other 
Other portal has it. Yeah, GPUs are always overclockable. I mean, sort of. Yes, it is overclockable. I mean, it's a Zotac. It's one of their, it's the lesser of the top brands, but it's a good one. Respawn makes some pretty good games. Titanfall is one of the best FPS games. IMO, but very underrated. Dude, Titanfall was fantastic. Uh, Titanfall 2 was also pretty good, but nobody played it. I did. He did. I played the story. That was it. Well, Respawn, the makers of Titanfall, are the ones who are making Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Gotcha. Yep, 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 yep. And then our last last minute deal. Because <laughs> the last minute deal. <laughs> we found these are extremely last minute. No, I um, literally searched PC gaming news and that's exactly with, what I did. That's exactly it came up with the like, yeah, I saw the gaming news. I saw the deals. I was like, hey, that counts as gaming news. I'll put that in there. Oh, absolutely. I uh, had the my, extra two hundred dollars to spend. I'd I'd buy that oh, right now. That not that NVMe SSD Whew. thing is fast. I'm good. I just got a, I got a laptop, and I don't think I can take it apart. Maybe I can. I don't know. I don't feel like filling with it. I wouldn't. It might void the warranty. It might. I want to keep that until it's ready to go bye-bye. Huh? Uh, on Amazon and BH Photos, you can get a Xbox One controller plus the wireless adapter for Windows 10. Originally $80. It is on sale for $44.99, which is a Holy 50% crap. savings. That's Amazon. the price of a controller. Yeah, I mean, you get the controller plus the wireless adapter for Windows, so you can play it on, use it for Windows computers. Uh, so 44 percent savings and prime users do get the two-day free shipping uh bh photos also has it for free shipping patrick said he played both and the second one was the first game he pre-ordered and he glad he did good oh, it was a good game i mean i i highly enjoyed the story then you again, know what i just do story on many of those games i don't play the online because i suck at online and i get i get raging i understand the raginess online but hey, that means this game, Star Wars, Jedi Fallen Order, is going to be so good. Oh, absolutely. Unless EA gets in the way. Don't get in the way, EA. We beg you, stay out of the way. Let Keep your distance. Do it. Oh, begging you, please don't touch it, EA. Just let Respawn do their magic and leave it. Leave it. Please. Okay, anyway. Michael, you know what time it is? I feel like it's time for me to put my blame on something else. What is the blame game? The blame game is where we come to you and tell you what we've been playing and what we've been doing this week that's keeping us from production of this podcast. Or anything else. <laughs> what has been stealing our time in the video game world where we could have been doing something else? What are we blaming our lack of production on? Uh, as every week, same thing, work. I travel for work so dang much I hardly get to play anything besides my handhelds. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. I don't and feel then, you on the traveling part, but the time part, no. yes. The time part, yeah. It's just, no. I literally park at my car at like certain places. I'm just like, I feel like playing a Switch game for 20 minutes. Leave me alone. <laughs> Which is nice. You can play Switch games on the go, so. I know, it's an extreme little handy ordeal. I can't exactly take my Xbox One into my car and play it and fucking like a lot of work. Uh, there is a way that you can do that, though. Okay, well, I'm not exactly going to. Oh, never mind then. I mean, what? I'm going to play it on my lunch break for 20 minutes. And... Yeah, I mean, you could. Uh, there you got those little portable uh, TV monitors. 
you basically it's like a suitcase it's got the monitor built into it oh and i have seen all you those. Gotta do is just plug it into something and poof you're you're set and ready i've seen those those are actually really cool exactly my buddy's got one and i, I was like i kind of dig this totally not gonna do it but very cool it's cool i don't i don't recommend you doing it in the summer it might fry it yeah you don't want to leave it out in the car at all and then in the winter it might freeze it I'd be okay with it being colder than hotter. Oh, yes, most definitely. If you want to melt components, you can thaw it out later. Exactly. Just leave it in like a nice little temperature-controlled air vent. Right. Something like that. But, yeah, I blame my lack of productivity on work, uh, as always. And then I've been playing, like stated earlier, I went back and rehashed some Psychonauts. I'm playing back through that for my Twitch channel. And I just picked up and started playing... Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare 2. Nice. Yep. Yeah, I guess... I mean, I haven't been playing a whole lot. Clash Royale still. Our clan is kicking butt, so it's been really enjoyable. Um, I started playing Star Wars The Old Republic again last night, so that'll probably be still in about, uh, way more of my time than I probably should give it, but it's going to be gonna be crazy. Uh, Patrick said, Skyrim and Destiny have kept me busy, but Skyrim recently had an update, and so, I have to wait for my mod to update. Oh, dude. Skyrim stole my life for a while. Mm -hmm. uh, actually, I, even before that, Oblivion, I literally had no life when I when I first got Oblivion. I had zero life for, like, a long time. And then Skyrim came out, and I, I lost my life again. And then I was like, I can't. Like, I was addicted. I, I had to put it down and step away, or else I was never going to do anything ever again. And I didn't play it for like a year and a half. And then I finally put it back in and I started playing it again. And I was playing the game it already beat. And I was addicted to it again, so I had to stop again. I haven't really played it much since. Yep, I know that way too well. And uh, Skyrim actually just went on sale on the Nintendo eShop for Switch. It's 50% off and I was this close to buying it. Oh, man. I was uh, like, no, I can't. I don't I know if I have it for my PS4. I still have to finish the SOTOR expansions. Yes, I do. I'm actually uh, getting close to finishing the Revan one, so I think. But the game tripped me the last time, and I thought I was close to finishing the game, and then I wasn't. So anyway, I think I'm getting close to finishing the Revan one, I go through all the other ones. So that's what I'm blaming my lack of production on. That work, uh, baby stuff, that's been, been taking up a lot of time. Which isn't, that's not a complaint. That is definitely like... Heck yeah, uh, baby, heck yeah, baby stuff has been taking over my life, so. And that's really going to take over character. next month. I'm a master wizard in Skyrim. <laughs> I throw ice balls at people. I, uh, I run as a, I, I run as a one-handed uh, sword in one hand and magic in the other hand, so. Mm, you're a dual wielder. Dude, I had a, I had a, uh, a weapon called the Ghost Blade. And I, 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 I have not, like, it's never worked as well as it did in the, my main game. Like, every time I found it other times, it just didn't do what it did in this one. But in my main game, when I found it, it was pretty good. Didn't weigh anything, so I could attack extremely fast with it. But as I got better, it scaled with me. It got better. Which, all the other games I've ever played of Skyrim, like some of my other ones, it just didn't. It didn't do as well. But then I, so I just started upgrading it. I added all these, like expand, like a uh, big things to it, and it made it freaking good. Can't just stand in the open and get thirty, thirty times 
critical hits while I can just stand in the opening get 30 times critical hits while crouching. Oh, oh, yeah, I know. I've crafted the one in my main game to make it better, but it scaled with me as I got better. Like, as I leveled up, it scaled, but it never did that in any of the other games or any of my other save files. Ghostblade didn't. Mm. So I don't know what, I don't know if it was like a glitch in that one or it just wasn't working right in the other save files. I, I say that other save file is the only one I've actually found it in. I found it in two save files. Anyway, lack of production. That's what. I understand that. Dude, do you have any uh, final thoughts on this whole thing? Anything uh, you want to add? Anything you want to say? Patrick, no. Patrick, over there in the chat, is there anything you want to add right at the end of uh, right at the end of this podcast? Also, Michael, nothing you want to add? No, I got nothing I want to add. I, I covered much of everything I've found while I was at work today. I was like, I need to find topics to talk about. Yeah, uh, he said I also have a two-handed great sword. Compared to the I forged great sword at level fifteen and it one shots everything. Holy oh, crap. Geez, aren't you a little OP? And it's not cheated. He didn't cheat it into the game. You that's, sure? Well that's what he said. Oh I'm, I'll send just to you, please. I'm totally not there to like fact check that, but he said it didn't. I need Bethesda to email me the code behind that sword so I can make sure it's fact. <laughs> we Bethesda has to prove it. Well, it has to prove it to Michael, I'll believe you. Well, I shouldn't, I don't guess, with your song choices that you do in my stream sometimes. Uh, final thoughts from me. <sighs> Just excited to get everything and my new setup set up. Yeah, that's right. You got your new floors and all that fun jazz put in. You did fix those song choices. You made a really good playlist. You did. You're right. You ha you have redeemed yourself. I will believe that you didn't cheat that sword into the game. Okay. Uh, well, if Patrick believes you, I'll believe you, Patrick. Wow, Patrick believes Patrick. Yeah, Patrick believes Patrick. You did make so the official playlist. Also, I need to set that up as the backup playlist. I, I uh, Patrick, I've switched over to Stream Elements OBS.Live instead of Streamlabs. And it, whenever I have a uh, song request on, it can set up a backup playlist. So whenever the the requests run out, it'll start playing songs from that playlist, and I need to set yours up as the backup playlist. Fancy. Yes. Even though it might have to be YouTube, but I'll have to check. Regardless. Uh, no, any other final thoughts? Um, no. There's nothing coming out this week that's any good, is there? Uh, Friday, Crash Bandicoot Nitro Racing Remastered. Oh, that might be worth hitting up. Yep, I already have it pre-ordered and paid off, and so does Brett, and we're going to be fighting each other all weekend. Wow. Wow. What are the what are the three games for June on Xbox and... Uh... PSN is uh, PSN. Borderlands, the Handsome, Clex, Handsome Jack Collection. Uh, well, I need to click on that, because apparently Prime members get free games. Oh, Xbox. what are the Xbox for games? Uh, NHL 19, Rivals of Aether, uh, Portal Still Alive, and Earth Defense Force 2017. But <clears throat> what Portal is no longer free, and Earth Defense is now free. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Borderlands: The Handsome Jack Collection, 
and then Sonic Mania are the two free games for PS4. Ah, cool. Uh, Twitch, I mean Twitch, Amazon Prime. Looks like it has free game, free PC games. Uh, however, it doesn't dates. I don't know. Bro, Oh, June, right here. Uh, Aegis, Aegis Defenders, Stickbolt, 10 Second Ninja X, and the Metronomicon. I don't know what any of that is, so whatever. The Metronomicon sounds like the Necronomicon. Yeah, it doesn't. That sounds a little weird. Uh, Patrick said, also, my War Thunder is broken for some reason. It always freezes in a first start on computer, and also really low FPS when I looked at the ground, so I can't really play. My settings are on low, and before they were mostly on max. Whoa. Dude, that's messed up. Do you. That, have you tried uninstalling and like reinstalling it? Maybe it had something bug out in the coding of the game. Or you could have something wrong with the computer. But usually one game being messed up isn't something wrong with the computer. Three times. Oh yeah. Well then I don't know. I don't know what to say. Google it. There's check the forums. Ask around. Somebody'll be able to help you. Mm-hmm. Send in a ticket. Double. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Anyway, uh, I think that's all. I think I'm done. Are you done? I am... Yeah, I'm done, too. And I'm done, too. Um, yeah. Well, anyway, guys, it's been great. I've really enjoyed this. This has been a good... Hey, this podcast was actually pretty structured, and we haven't had any major any major breakdowns. <laughs> yeah, let's not talk about it, because I don't need a jinx at the last minute. No, that would be awful, wouldn't it? Right at the last minute, the whole thing just explodes. Like, the stream literally explodes. Virtually. Uh, overclocking issue, and I took my overclock off, and it still doesn't work. Yeah, I don't... That doesn't sound like an overclocking issue. Not if you... Not if you... Unless you, like, really push the overclock, but still. I don't think it would be. It wouldn't affect a game specifically. An overclock should affect the whole system. Whatever. Figure it out, man. Let me know. Hit me up in the Discord. I don't know if I can help you at all, but you got to keep me updated. Anyway, uh, yeah, this is the Double XP Podcast, and uh, we are now up on YouTube, Twitch, Twitter. Uh, what are we? Spotify, Google, uh, iTunes. Holy crap, Podbean, but iTunes, guys, iTunes. Get there. That's our Double XP event of the week. Get out there, give us a follow, a like, uh, a like? I don't like stuff on iTunes podcasts. Anyway, you, follow you us. Subscribe, you rate, uh, subscribe, whatever. Follow, you uh, rate give us. stars. Rate us five stars. Leave a comment. Do whatever you can. We're trying to get on that new and noteworthy section. Uh, we only have eight weeks to do it, and we've already been on there for a so. Help us out. We need it. We need it. Also, Michael, we gotta start pushing yeah. that. To everyone yeah. we know. So, if you can, uh, just listen to us on anything that has uh, podcasts as a ordeal. Uh, you can get us at our main stream service, which is Podbeam.com. Uh, just search for us in the search bar, and you'll see us pop up. It's our same logo and everything across the board. iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, all have it. Uh, we'll have the link for the iTunes in the description for this podcast. Also, uh, it's, it's, it's in the panels down below on Twitch. Uh, yeah. I, I guess it might be in the description of the other podcast. I don't know. 
you're the one who set those up, so I don't really know if it has descriptions. It will soon. Good. Oh, whatever. Links to just check out the iTunes. Search it. It's Double XP Podcast. <clears throat> You'll find it. The logo it says DXP. It's kind of glitched out. Looks pretty cool. There. Yeah. So find it. Do the thing. We'll read your. If you leave a cool comment, you want it read on. What want it read live on stream, live on podcast. We will read it. Say something witty. Make a rap. I don't care. Say something cool. Say something not. Let us know what you think. Hey, always remember. My name is Patrick. I go by Blood Thunder. Mike or Michael or He's Mike Michael. What I'm Mike Michael. He's Mike I'm Michael. Not Michael Myers. Not Michael Myers. Or Mike Myers. You go by Biogamer. I go by Biogamer. Yes. That's B-I-0-G-4-M-3-R. I've literally had to spell that out for so many people at customer service because it's my email too, and it's freaking headache. Freaking headache. Yep. It's a freaking heckin' B as in Bravo, I as in Indigo, zero, G as in Golf, M as in Mike. No. B as in Bravo, I as in Indigo, the number zero, G as in Golf, four, M as in Mike, three, R as in Romeo. Uh, Wow. Mine's B-L-O-D-H-T-H-R-I-N-G-A. I'm not doing it with letters and words. Uh, Bravo, Lima, Oscar, Delta, Hotel, Tango, Hotel, Romeo, Igloo, November, Golf, Alpha. Why would you know the military alphabet? Because I used to work for T-Mobile, and back in that day, it was only uh, foreigners who did the customer support line so english was a second language and you had to learn the phonetic alphabet to let them understand what the hell you're talking about well then there you go yeah that, that, that is the exact reason why i know it all right hey mike i'll see you next week when we do this again <gasps> will it be on a thursday it will be on a thursday oh happy days not on a tuesday where we rush everything together exactly it gives me now a week and two days to put things together hey Extended time. Maybe some real good news will come out instead of uh, us having to piece together some okay news. I doubt it with E3 just happening. I'm eating a chocolate bunny. Uh, it was like a while ago. I know. I still have a chocolate bunny. Nice. Cool. That's what matters. Yep. Anyway, this is the DXP podcast, also known as Double XP. And listen to me, Patrick, Michael, and me, Mike. Oh. And uh, okay, I just want to let y'all bye. know we love your faces. See you later. <laughs>